All right, folks, what is going on this is episode 366 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am Via Valla, and today we're going to continue what we uh, started off yesterday with the talk about George Southern football, and we're going to jump over to the defensive side. Now, I'm not going to go all in-depth with, like, four guys like I did yesterday with the offense. I'm going to do two, and I'm going to gradually jump into other guys on defense because this defense – is uh very talented and um mostly you know you got a handful of guys that are returning and you got a couple of guys that are um basically you know freshmen just coming in walking in the door that can make an impact right away but we'll get into those guys down the road today i want to talk about two guys here that uh i, I see that be potential if not out the gate 2022 impact players for this team so we're going to get into that and give you my thoughts and opinions about these two guys and we'll just go from there if this is your first time here welcome once again this is the first and frame rate show i am vf baller over here we talk about georgia southern and atlanta falcons football but we're going to give some more love to the georgia southern eagles football season is right around the corner i think it's like 87 86 days until the first kickoff against morgan state and um, it's going to be exciting because now we're going to be dealing with an entire new scheme for Georgia Southern. There's not going to be straight up the middle running the ball. There's not going to be too much of the option. We're going to be spreading the ball around. We're going to be moving the ball around. We're going to be running the ball up the middle. We're going to be actually having more of a traditional, well, I ain't going to say traditional, more of a modern style offense where we're going to have some guys back there running the ball, you know, in all types of areas, up the middle, off of the play action, off of a spread. And we're also going to be passing the ball down the field. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see. But that's a lot, you know, talking about the offense. We did that yesterday. Today we're going to talk about the defense. I think this defense is going to be running a 4-2-5 um, defense. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost certain it's a 4-2-5. But how, how does that work out for these two guys on the screen? If you're watching on the screen on YouTube or Rumble, you also know that um, we have a defensive tackle here in a cornerback. How did this work out for the for the defense? Well, Christian Varner is a transfer from North Carolina, the University of North Carolina, that is. Um, he has um, transferred this year, and um, he's basically going to be filling the spot that C.J. Wright um, walked away. Well, I can say walked away, but left from because he graduated, whatever the case may be. And with that being said, man, I think this is a perfect fit for uh, our George Southern uh, off um, defensive line. C.J. Wright walks off and um, gives us his goodbyes after graduating. Christian Varner, redshirt junior, 6'3", 300 pounds, did not see a, did not see a, a significant amount of playing time for the North Carolina Tigers. He played in six games, ended up entering the transfer portal, coming back to Georgia. He is from the from Georgia, so he's basically coming back home to play for the Georgia Southern Eagles. And like I said, with the times that he was there, he had a, a couple of tackles, had 41 snaps, uh, so he has a handful of experience. But now with him pl- coming in to play the role of the, you know, defensive nose tackle or just being playing defensive tackle he's going to be that guy that's going to plug that hole and actually get through the offensive line and get at the quarterback and i think he's be, he's going to be able to do that now i ain't gonna say with ease but he's gonna be there and he's gonna have a lot of help with the justin ellis's of the world and uh, other guys that are going to be on the defensive line 
you know, Christian Varner is going to be one of those guys that's going to be heavily relied on to make some, create some havoc on that defensive line. And I think he'll be able to do so. I mean, he, he's been around for a while. He knows football. He knows ball. He's played against a lot of power five schools. So he knows what he's doing. And when it comes to playing the game of football, coming down here to the Sun Belt, which the competition is very high, he should be able to come in and uh, show what he's made of. I mean, I think with the Morgan State game, we're not going to take these guys for granted, but it's going to be a really good test to see what he can do because uh, he hasn't had a, he hasn't had a lot of playing time within the last couple of years. But with that being said, that's just a lot of uh, you know a lot of tread on the tire. That means he he's going to have a lot of energy. He's going to be ready to go. Not much wear and tear. So when it comes to playing against the Morgan States, the the Nebraska, the UAB, Ball State, those first four games, I expect him to create some type of of disruption on that defensive line so I, I i think he can be an impact player right away especially when you have other guys that's on the defensive line even in you know on the in the linebacker area which i will talk about those at a later time but when you have like a dylan springer quadri jackson kavon glenn uh, and, and other guys that are coming in, i think like kevin speed and you have other um you know freshmen coming in i, I want you guys to understand that all of these guys are going to have a chance to play, you know, so all this is going to do is basically going to give us the opportunity to see not only how well Christian Varner can play with that support around him, but how well that he can impact other players as well. So it's going to be really, really cool to see what he's going to be able to do. I think personally, and I don't want to throw this out here too early, but I want to see him, you know, I'm going to be modest. I want to see him get at least three, maybe four sacks this season, you know, and I, and we'll talk about more of that when we get closer to the season. But as of right now, I think that he can get three or four sacks depending on what the rest of the defense do and what this other, what the offense is, the offense of opposition teams are willing to give us. And if they're willing to give us something where we can, you know, put pressure up on the quarterback, he's going to be one of the first guys that's going to be up in the quarterback's face. I have no doubt in my mind. And I want to see, him it be him be able to be successful in uh that uh in, in that you know entire scheme um one more thing i wanted to know um i did not i know i was on another show smitty sports machine shout out to smitty if you've been on this channel or uh, not on this channel but if you know anything about the atlanta falcons uh content creators i've been on smitty sports machine a couple times and he he says that he uh christian varner is his nephew so that's going to be pretty cool that, uh, that you know how, you know, how things work. So maybe we have another George Southern, uh, possible George Southern fan that because his nephew is playing for the team, which is Christian Varner. So shout out to Smitty. Uh, if you haven't checked out any of his uh, content, you should just type in Smitty Sports Machine. It should pop right on up on YouTube. Um, really cool guy. Really cool guy. Love to see what he does with his content as well. So it's a, lot, a little connection right there. So we'll see how this plays out at the end of the day. You know, you have a guy like Christian Varner who is here, coming from North Carolina, transferred here, um, played uh, pretty much played half the season with the Tar Heels, and until you know he decided to hit the transfer portal, and he's over here at Georgia Southern playing with this defense, and it looks like he's going to be one of those guys that can impact that defensive line right away. Because like I said, he's going to be filling the shoes of C.J. Wright, and C.J. Wright did a pretty good job. Oh, excuse me, I got hiccups. CJ Wright did a pretty good job when it came to filling up that uh that defensive line. He did a really good job. So 
watching Christian Varner come in and uh, see what he can do as well. So uh, I, it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal look. The next person I want to talk about really don't need an introduction. I've talked about him on numerous occasions. Uh, led the FBS in interceptions uh, the time that he did play as a redshirt freshman. Um, make sure I said that right. Uh, yeah, as a redshirt freshman. Did pretty good for us. He was tied for the he tied the school record and FBS for six interceptions. Uh, played in all thirteen games his freshman year. Uh, I mean, what can you say about this kid? You know, six interceptions, forty eight tackles. Um, had a have a tackle for a loss, ten pass breakups, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Derek Canteen, everybody. Um, last year he played two games, but he had an injury. And that injury um, made him have to have surgery on his um, torn um, pectoral muscle. He missed the entire season, unfortunately. So his sophomore season, he was not able to show off what he can do. Back for his his junior year, he is a redshirt junior. And uh, I expect him to be immediate impact. I expect Derek Cantina to be an immediate impact. Picking up from, we're picking up and picking up what Monquavian Brinson and Kendall Vildor dropped when they went on to graduate and Kendall Vildor is in the NFL, Derek Canteen just picked up where they left off. And not only he's done very well for himself on the field, but off the field as well. He's done so many things that are outside of, you know, Paulson stadium to show that he can be a leader and he can be a mentor to young kids who want to play football. He had, he had other, um, uh, other programs and other endeavors and many camps that he's done for younger kids. I love what I see out of a young guy like this. You want guys that are willing to step up and be, you know, that take that leadership role. Now, I don't know what his leadership role is going to be within the team now because you got so many play, so many players that are returning, so many players moving. But he's definitely going to be one of the guys in the secondary that other guys look up to that are going to ask for advice, ask, you know, how this go, how that go, how this, how is this ran, how am I doing? You know, Derek Canteen is a, is a perfect, perfect fit. And I'm not, I don't know how it is on the field, but I know the mentality from what I see. He's a perfect fit for a guy um, like Ashton Whitner, you know, and I think very highly of Ashton Whitner. Ashton Whitner is, is basically my favorite recruit from this, this particular recruiting class. And I, I see a lot of what Ashton Whitner is going to do. You know, I can see a lot in him following what Derek Canteen has done. So now you're looking at a Kendall Vildor to Canteen. Then you turn right back around and you see um, a guy like Ashton Whitner. You know, that's what Derek Canteen brings to the table. You're going to learn a lot from a guy like him. And not only that, you're talking about one side of the field that could possibly shut down. This kid has shown that he can do that, you know, and I can't wait to see him get back out there. Hopefully, you know, with him and you got other guys that I, I mean, I, I don't even know how to start them, you know, where to begin on defense. When I, when I talk about other guys in the secondary, like uh, Najee Thompson, and you know, I mean, I, I can do a, I can do a, a complete episode on him in general, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I kind of kept it to these two that I want to, because if I start talking about Najee Thompson, like I said, I can talk, I can make an, an entire episode on that kid because you talk about somebody that's special. And, and, and that's another thing. Najee Thompson has been around for a while. And even though Najee Thompson plays all over the place, offense, defense, and special teams, I'm pretty sure Canteen has learned something from a guy like that, you know? So 
it, it, it just all, you know, comes into fruition when you look at a guy like Canteen and what and what he's made of, what he's built on, the things that he's able to uh, facilitate on the football field and off the football field. You know, this is why I feel like these two guys are going to be two defensive impact players. You know, you know, Christian Varner is filling the role of a guy who 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 made noise his time at Georgia Southern. You know, so Christian Vaughn is coming in to do that. Derek Canteen, like I said, the name doesn't need any introduction. If you know anything about Georgia Southern football in the last two or three years, you know of Derek Canteen. And when you get these guys together with all the other guys that are on defense, this is another reason why I feel like this team could win eight games. You know, I say this, I've been saying this ever since Coach Helton stepped foot in Statesboro, that if this guy's continue to do what he do, I can see these guys win eight games minimum, but these two guys right here are going to be prominent in that as well because you can get sacks and turnovers, you know, fumble recoveries. You can get interceptions with Derek Canty. You can get pass breakups. You can stop the offense from moving the ball. See, unfortunately, what we had last year, we didn't have the proper strength and conditioning. A lot of players got hurt. Derek Canteen was one of them. Najee Thompson was another one. C.J. Wright got hurt at one point. You know, Marquise Trent Edwards got, uh, I think it's Marquise Trent Edwards, uh, number 33. I I think, I hope I said that right. He got hurt. He went down, you know. So you had a lot of guys that just just was hurt. Some on offense as well. Just was not able to stay healthy, and it was one of the reasons why it was a downfall for our season. But now with the proper strength and conditioning, the proper coaching, you got a defensive coordinator who knows a thing or two about cornerbacks. And you got Derek Canteen here to learn from what, you know, you know, coach, the coach Harris, coach Will Harris, showing you what he can do and implement his, uh, his knowledge and what he can, and his knowledge and his experience to a guy like Derek Canteen, to a Ashton Whitney, to a Mark Stampley, you know, to a Najee Thompson. I mean, look, man, I, I, I can't even lie, man. This team is going to look really good. I think this team's going to look way better than after. A lot of people say five wins. Some people say four. It's going to be a bounce back season. Don't know what's going to happen with the new guys coming into the Sun Belt like James Madison. And you got to play Nebraska and Appalachian State is going to be who they are. Listen. I get it. I get it. It's a lot of skepticism because it's going to be the first time everybody gels together. I get it. But you also have a situation where a team went two and 10 and turned around and went 10 and three. And that team that went 10 and three, I don't think they're as talented as this team that we have now. I just don't. And I, I feel like what I'm looking at the, the, at the uh, schedule, I already told you how I felt about the first two games, you know, I feel like the second game against Nebraska is a real test, but Nebraska is looking a little suspect. They're not a powerhouse power five team. That doesn't mean we can't, you know, that doesn't mean we should take them lightly, but absolutely not. We don't take no teams lightly, but when you're looking at a team like that, and I saw what even some of their own people have been saying, I don't know, man. It's like, we, we, we probably could do something. But nevertheless, I don't want to go too far off in the woods on that one. You know, it's about these two guys, the two potential Georgia Southern defensive impact players. I think these guys are going to be uh, really, really important to the success of this team. So I can't wait to see what these guys do. Uh, I think, like I said, these guys can they're more than they're, they're more than capable of taking this team to the next level. 
you know. And I know that level is not too high because we just came from a three and nine season, but they can do it. I believe they can, and they look like they're they're they look like they're gonna be ready to go. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this commentary, share this podcast, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I'm on YouTube and Rumble. Also, if you're looking at the screen, I'm on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So if you want to listen to the podcast, all the links are down in the description. You can go check those out. I'm also on, uh, oh, I said that already. I'm on Stitcher as well because um, that's the, the latest link I've done lately. But you can go and check uh, any of those podcast avenues out. Give me a five-star rating. Let people know what I'm doing over here. Not only if you're a fan of Georgia Southern, if you're a fan of uh, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Like I said, man, we are uh, just moving right along, man. It is all thanks to you guys. I cannot thank you guys enough. Uh, all right, y'all. I am going to get up out of here. You guys enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Enjoy. It's almost the end of the week. This week went by kind of fast. It's already Thursday. Wow, that's crazy. All right, nevertheless, we're going to get up out of here, and you guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.